Okay, we're here with uh, my friend Johnny. We are talking about the book Fathers and Mentors. He just got finished doing a translation in the Spanish for us. Um, Johnny, um, how has your reading and translating of the book had an impact on your thinking um, about Fathers and Mentors? Well, when I had begun reading a certain version of the Bible, which is the King James Version, I had a zeal in the beginning to know more of God, so I wanted to get as close as I could. So that inspired me to, in the future, make a translation of the King James Version in Spanish. And I ha I've had that desire in my heart for a long time, and it's, it's been something that I, I love doing. I lo I've fluent in Spanish. And, and English as well. I, my English is better. But being able to do this work with the book Fathers and Mentors has helped me understand that a lot of translation have to, has to do with not literal, but a lot of the meanings, because a lot of things can't be translated exactly how it is, because it wouldn't make sense all the time. Uh, reading By translating Fathers and Mentors and reading the book, I have read it almost like five times since I was doing the translation, I have been able to understand how a person in, who speaks Spanish would read the book and understand it as compared to someone who reads it in English because of the idioms which are used and the understandings and I was able to put the culture, because I'm Mexican, I was born in Mexico, so I was able to put the Mexican culture into the book so it wouldn't be so uh, bland and straightforward. So, for example, if you had a slang which was uh, messed, uh, jacked up, you could translate that in Spanish as fregado. So, I was able to learn how to input culture from one language to another because I'm fluent in Spanish. Okay, that's cool, that's cool. Let me ask you, did you have any uh, a spiritual experience while reading? And if so, please explain it. Yes. As best you can. Yes. Well, brother, you know how we had the divine encounter that day when we... Tell the people about that. Okay, so we were going... We You're showing the book we're talking about. This is the book. This is the book. This is a nice copy. When I was recording, when I was translating it, it's all banged up now. I had written on it the pages okay. and stuff, you know. But I had a divine encounter with my brother, author, Travis L. Goins. I met him. We were going to a certain park and I was learning how to drive with my mom. So we had to go to the bathroom at the rec center. So in the book, the pepper, go ahead. It's nice, it's nice. I okay. like it. Okay, go ahead. And so we went, we used the bathroom, and come out and then we see a man. Open, I opened the door for the man. Mm -hmm. It's my brother right here. And then, um, yeah, and then I engaged a conversation because when he passed in front of me, then he had to end up opening the door for me. So I said, okay, now you have to open the door. Mm -hmm. And that's how it all started. He started asking me, uh, oh, do you speak fluent Spanish? Are you bilingual? And stuff like that. And then I got the opportunity to serve the Lord Jesus Christ uh, by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. I know it's been Him. It's, none of this is of me. None, not, nothing that is done right. in the name of the Lord is done by our own strength. And we didn't even know each other, did we? We did not. Okay. We did not. Well, a... A handsome black man like myself approaching you, did it uh, scare you or throw you off? Because that doesn't happen every day. No. Out of the blue. No. I know most people 
would would have a, a, a different reaction to that, but because of the area that I've lived in, uh, it's not really bad. But my dad came from a lifestyle which was broken and hurt, and he 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 was from the ghetto over in L.A., California, mm-hmm. and also he's Puerto Rican, so we can say that just because you don't look black doesn't mean you're not black. Correct, okay. correct. Because I've seen a lot of um, African-American people, with all respect, which have uh, dispigmentation. Yes. It doesn't mean they're not black. Correct, So correct. It's, it's something inside a culture uh, that, that we hold with hip-hop, Christian hip-hop, and stuff like that, where, yeah, of course, I wasn't, I, according to the gospel, we clearly read that whether Gentile or Greek, uh, male or female, Christ is, makes us one and all. That's in the scriptures. Okay, that's true. That's true. So let me ask you. Let me ask you another question, and thank you for that explanation. Um, your spiritual encounter. Tell them more yes. about that. When did you? Uh, what happened? That's one of the most amazing things I could speak about because when it comes to how the Holy Spirit works in the life of someone who is in need, mm-hmm. because we can have we can look like we have it all intact. Yeah, tell them we, personally what we happened can, to you. Yeah, just give a little preview, you know. Sure, sure. But you know, we can seem like we have it all together. You can see pastors up in the pulpits and they got their nice theology, but Jesus said to the Pharisees that you convert your proselytes to more children of the devil than yourselves. So knowing that, although we seem to have a certain uh, base in our lives, there are parts of us that are broken that still need healing. We don't even realize yeah, absolutely. it. So in yeah, saying absolutely. that, uh, you know, going through situations and things that I've been feeling, things I've been struggling with uh, in my life, that I know I could be better in the Lord. Reading this book and translating it especially, mm-hmm. I was able to get, like I said, I was able to get in the depths right. of the meaning because I was spending my time looking at every word and the meanings of every word and how it could be written. Um, there's so many parts of the book I would I was crying during the translation. Mm-hmm. While I was writing the translation, I would I would cry, break down in tears, especially the prayer, which was which was written, which was said by my brother. Um, the part that broke me down uh, was the part where it said, uh, that I "Reached them again, something about healing their hearts, that their their broken hearts." Mm-hmm. That. Say, say that again. Speak up so they can hear you. I mean, I, I've re- I kind of sure, sure. looked. I've, I've gone through this book, so so I kind of know okay. where stuff is at. Change your prayers in the beginning. Yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, it says right here. I said, I ask you, Father, that you will draw them with your love once again, that you will heal their broken hearts, and that you will bring their searching for answers to an end. Mm-hmm. I could I could go on all night talking about how this book. There are specific things in this book that spoke to my life. Um, this part right here that says you bring their searching for answers to an end is one of the biggest questions in the Bible of why. You know, Job asked why. Mm-hmm. All the, a lot of people ask why in the Bible, and, and 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 that's something that we all do as humans, even as non-believers, we're asking the question why, why this, why that. Right. So a lot of the reason this impacted me a lot as well is because I'll be honest, fathers, dads, you know, my dad has had mistakes. Mm-hmm. We've had some. Horrible times sure. in which it, it hasn't been the best, mm-hmm. and, and and he's my dad has done a lot better, and I also know people who've had okay. struggles yeah. with their families and yeah, how their perfect. parents have been. Right. So reading this, you know, it's almost like the same situation I've been living, of knowing how certain people are going through certain things with their family. I've I've been encountering a lot of uh, 
family issue things. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, fathers, you know, knowing my dad and where he came from, the life he lived, sure. how he uh, was raised up by a mother that, I'm going to give a one detail that would, you know, let people, I don't know if I could say this, could I say something? Well, it'll be careful because other people are okay. watching this, so okay, you may then. not. Okay, then. But I you said he had a... A rough past. Very rough. And I know he's working on his part, his testimony. Right. So let him tell that. Yeah, that's right. That'd be that's best right. to do. But, you know, cut it short, his his life when he when he started, you know, his parents, I'll tell you that, his dad left him when he was nine. He didn't know his father. Okay. Uh, so that's one thing. And then his mother, I'm not going to get into explicit things mm-hmm. of what she would do. She to, was an unbeliever, too. She was an unbeliever. She converted after. Okay. And, and yeah. I remember um, he said his mother prayed for him. And he's instrumental in the salvation. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, that's right. good. Well, let, let me move on. Let me ask you, um, I just got two more questions for you. Mm-hmm. In the book, it talked about forgiveness. Okay. That basically calls it, but... I rant, just, just I, answer I rant a lot, right? No, no, that's fine. Okay, now, just wait to the end of the question and answer. Okay, in the book... It talks about uh, forgiveness. What do you think is the purpose of forgiveness? That's a big question. The purpose of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit. There's so many things. Word of God. The purpose of forgiveness. Well, let's look look back at what Jesus did. The sacrifice that he made. Mm Mm-hmm. How we know that we have received salvation, forgiveness, by grace, not by works, Mm -hmm. by things which we've done. Uh, The Bible says it in Philippians, it says it's called the righteousness which is by faith in the blood, the Son of God. So the purpose of forgiveness is, is, also it says in the scriptures, uh, in John, Jesus said, he breathed on them, he breathed upon them the Holy Ghost and he said, Whosoever sins you remit, they're remitted to them, and whoever sins you retain, they're sure. retained. Right, right. So, as I've learned, when we do not forgive, mm-hmm. as also as I've read of the book, we don't only chain the people who did us the wrong, but we also chain ourselves. That's deep. Because That's deep. the Bible says that if the Father has forgiven you of your sins, right. then you should forgive those who do your wrong. Okay. Now, let me ask you, I don't know if I did. How old are you? Tell the people how old you are. I'm 16. 16 years old. Y'all hearing wisdom, guys. Okay, one last question, because our time is short here. Um, what advice would you give your younger self after reading this? I know you're only 16, but how would you answer that question? I would tell, I would tell Jonathan that that night, that night in which he went through a very horrible situation uh-huh. with, Take his, your time. with his father, mm-hmm. that time in which he said that he would not forgive, that day in which it was the worst of the worst, mm-hmm. which he never thought his father would do such a thing. And sure. I, he's my dad. Let me just say this real quick. There's a big difference between father and dad. Dad is the affectionate part. You can be a father, but you're not a dad. Oh, okay. That's and good. So That's my deep. dad, my dad, I'm saying my dad, 
You know, you never expect something out of someone who's that close to you. And, and you know, days get worse, get worse. And it was that night, Jonathan, in which you were hurt so bad and emotionally that you, you were overtaken by demons. You were overtaken by an extreme pain in the heart, in the soul. And you, you said out loud in the, in the ear of the angels, in the ear of the Father, in the ear of the Holy Spirit, and in the ear of your family and your dad, that you would not forgive him. Because you remembered all the times, all the things that were done. Mm. All the things that were mm. done, it starts accumulating, and that's something that happens with people. Mm. Okay. Something happens that's done to them. And then you forgive, but the pain is still there. Sometimes yes. it just takes a miracle to let go yes, of certain it does. pains. That's just true. And then true. and then something else is done, and then something else is done. It reminds you, 70 times 7. Yes. You can put that excuse, mm-hmm. but it takes a miracle and the friendship of the Holy Spirit yes. to live a life just in God. So, Jonathan. I'm thankful to God, thankful to the Lord that you were able to forgive that day. But there were times in which you could stay, you could have stayed silent. Yes. Because even even I now have a trouble speaking, talking a lot, mm-hmm. and and That's I need right. to learn how to control my my emotions and yes. what I say. Yes, it's a process. Exactly, but Jonathan. I'm telling you, if you had stayed silent many times, in in once you had problems and you would have had that meek spirit which Jesus spoke about. Mm-hmm. Then you would have avoided a lot of problems. Okay, okay. All right. All right, well, thank you for that. Okay. And um, appreciate you, man. We're going to get the word out. And thank you so much for helping us on this project. Y'all heard him, y'all? 16 years old. Long way to go, but he's grown up and he's becoming a man. A lot to learn. Amen. Amen. Okay. Let me see. All right. Thank you for that get out of here. Yeah, I know. Um, God, pass me that book, please. You gotta send me that? The video uh-huh. when you upload it? Yeah. Okay. Um, actually, what I'll do, because the way I've been doing the videos lately, I don't do any editing. Now, I'll look at this one, because I know like, um, um, I'll see how, like, when they did the lights like this. I noticed on my phone, it kicked in and it, it didn't make the picture dark. Oh. So that's a good thing. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it all makes it to the cell. So that's good. Yeah.